review. It didn't taste like grapefruit. Everybody's dead, we're burning up. I don't know, the door is locked though, and it's making me nervous. I can't <laughs> read, how can I write? Yeah, you're straight fucked, but... We can, we're still cutting off. Not a single second of <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point your hand gets tired when you're writing. I'm oh, sure just you fucking wait, Asa. <laughs> it was me. I killed your dreams. What do you want from me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut out the part where it's the Asa with the chair, too. You probably... failed English! Oh man, this is wildly and irrelevant. Sounds good. I got a wedgie. Oh. And I can, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Everything in the world is right. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Books with Bastards. It turns out I've failed you all, and I've been using the word eponymously wrong for the last two episodes. It, Turns out that it means, you know, to lend your name to the title of something or to be like the titular character, which Mallory is not. But Mallory is our first and foremost bastard. Say hi, Mal. Hello. Okay. I am your technical bastard, Zach. In our studio, as always, we have our ever-present drinking buddy, Caleb. Yep. Wait, I gotta get this out. I've been holding on to this for Oh, yeah, minutes. you still haven't taken I a drink of it? I have not first sip. What is it? What is it? Tell no, us. No, 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 wait for drink order. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll wait. Okay. I'll wait. You can drink He's now. He's been waiting this whole no, time, and now you're gonna make him wait any Oh, Caleb's time. finally taking a drink. Let's do it. Let him do it. Drink it all. Chug. 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 No. <laughs> yeah, there you go. This isn't bad, Morgan. It was fine. Uh, well, this was underwhelming. Wow. I made a face. I thought in I was going to gag. It, over in our far corner here, we have our uh, mysterious lump, Asa. <laughs> mysterious lump. Oh, and was, joining us for the first time, <laughs> that was we have rude. the newest addition to our little bastard family, Morgan. And Hello, she is everyone. truly a bastard. I was going to say, happy Father's Day weekend to people with fathers. That's dating us so, so bad. Morgan has a father, new. My mother and father were married when I was born. We oh, just, shit, they yeah, were. But I have a bastard child, so it, it ties in. You know, that does kind of track back, yeah. We'll call it. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny, because when we were in we'll Lake Tahoe, I was like, this is where Monica and Mark got married. Everywhere you look, there's a bastard. The mother seems. of bastard. They're All not right. far. Welcome and to the podcast, everybody. Morgan, the mother of bastard. <laughs> All right, Mallory. <laughs> Lest we forget what we're here for, Mallory, what are we reading today? All right. This last week we read Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. Why, why, are, you, why are you waiting? You're making me want to laugh. Good. Laugh. <laughs> no, don't laugh. Don't laugh. All right. Uh, before we jump into the book, we have uh, discussed what everyone's drinking real quick. Uh, Mallory, what do you got? Just rosé again. I was getting... My goal is to eventually have drinks for everybody that somehow relate to the book. But really, the only alcohol that's mentioned in this book is scotch and martinis. We could have had scotch. We could have had Not martinis. Not your jam. No martinis. Have you are ever had gross, a martini? Man. No, but I've got to try every drink once. I don't even like them. I bet you would like like a lemon drop or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Just not. And I made Asa try the James Bond martini one time. 
shaken mustard. <laughs> I didn't even drink it. Yeah. It was amazing. That and a sour beer is the only thing I've never That you've never enjoyed. It tasted like yeah, rubbing you, alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we actually that, discussed why. I am sours. drinking uh, something from Moonshot Brewing. What it says, Sharpie on the side of the can is, looks like rosé hip strawberry ale. It was their pride, their pride beer. Well, let's have us a look here. And they make it into slushies. It was pretty good <sighs> as a slushie. Pretty chill. Mostly tastes like strawberries, and I should have got a cup. I fucked up, but we move on. Oh, yeah, real <laughs> quick. Mallory also made the mistake she made in the first episode of not bringing the full bottle. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Okay, so you think, oh. Caleb, have you not we noticed? We have fooled you. We have a cooler in the corner stocked. Oh, I didn't notice a new stocked item. Stocked with wine. Oh, yes. Our newest member to the Bastard family. Green cooler. Asa's new cooler. <laughs> guarding our beer. We had to kick the dogs out to make room for the cooler in Morgan. That was a loss. Sacrifices had up. to be made. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> my underwhelming drink I took a first sip of is, I believe, something Zach has already drank here. The Schilling Hard Cider. Big Zesty. Uh, this nice koala man. <laughs> Who got... Did I get that for you, Zach? Yeah. Yes, I think you got that. The can itself is nice. very I'm, cool. To I'm, drink a little underwhelming. Uh, Morgan, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking the Lining Kugel Summer Shandy. Always a good one. A classic. A classic. classic. My favorite. Real mm-hmm. nice. Real nice. We don't really drink. have some southern uh, summer weather, so I'm kind of channeling it right now. Yeah. Good to channeling know. it through your beer. Right. I like that. And Asa, like what that. do you have? What do you got? I am surprisingly trying a, a beer I haven't had before. Breaking away from the BL smoothie, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's going patriotic. It looks like. I didn't mean to, but it's a these hazy IPAs <laughs> for some reason have really been hitting me. Hitting the spot. Huh? Really hitting the spot. Yeah. yeah so I'm going. Spot. Right in the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just truly the amazed. Any amount of alcohol Lisa <laughs> hasn't tried already. So I've got the no lie red, white, and hazy, hazy. Indian pale ale. That's How treating it? you. It's good. It's good. I'll probably drink them all. I mean, maybe not this with this no, round. No, go for it. I believe in you. Yeah, yeah. Asa, real quick. But how many? How many? How many drinks in there are specifically for you? I you only have two extras in the cooler right now. But of course, this was a six pack. You really started strong with five drinks lined up, <laughs> and you dropped. <laughs> we can. I'm hey, sorry. We I, can reload. We've managed to sneak some reloading into these bits before. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Back to the book. So I'll read. My doctor said. We have not figured out what this portion of the book is called. Zachary said it in the first episode. The blurb. Just the blurb. Yeah, we just it up afterwards. It is actually called the blurb. The blurb. But it really is. Blurb. Okay. Okay. After Tova Sullivan's husband died, there's just too many S's right there. She began working the night shift at the Zoe Bay Aquarium, mopping floors and tidying up. Keeping busy has always helped her cope, which she's been doing since her 18-year-old son, Eric, mysteriously vanished on a boat in Puget Sound over 30 years ago. Tova becomes acquainted with curmudgeonly Marcellus, a giant Pacific octopus living at the aquarium. Marcellus knows more than anyone can imagine, but wouldn't dream of lifting one of his eight arms for his human captors, until he farms a remarkable friendship with Tova. Ever the detective, Marcellus deduces what happened the night Tova's son disappeared. And now Marcellus must use every trick his old invertebrate body can muster to unearth the truth for her before it's too late. Marcellus the octopus. He's the, no, the giant. What so, happened to her son? 
Yes. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. But first and foremost, I wanted to come movie. out thinking this was going to be a murder mystery told from the point of view about an octopus. That is exactly what I thought. And I was thrilled. I feel like that this is, is just a tell, telling of what this octopus wis- witnessed before his, ca- his captivity. I think this octopus you are ate the child. The, I feel like the blur like, was a little bit misleading. I think, yeah. It, it was still a really good book. I, this has been my it favorite was book so far. extremely pleasant. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> written by Shelby Van Pelt. This is her first book, apparently. No oh, which was pretty impressive, okay. I thought. What? Uh, she's originally from the Pacific Northwest and now lives in Chicago. I'm Boring. Did I read that I in the back be... blurb, or did I... I don't know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she looks fairly young in that photo. Yeah. Let, me Wait, see. let me see the photo. Right, maybe let's not yeah, talk yeah. about how people look, huh? Oh, yeah. She does she's... pretty, but that's not... Sorry, I know that's not the... <laughs> <laughs> she Don't looks... let it change how you this view This is an audio different. medium. All of us are as beautiful as you want us to be in your heads. I mean, I just Some don't... We're all more beautiful than others. No matter tense. what age you are, you can always write your first... <laughs> all right, take us away, Valerie. It. Okay. It's so, not, remarkably bright creatures. So, for the people <laughs> sitting in the room today, I have on a little dry erase board, listed out the main characters of the book, just to help keep things a little bit clearer for me and for you guys. So, the main character is Tova. She is 70? Yeah, she's in her 70s. I think she is 70. Her husband died two years ago, so she's been working at the aquarium since then. Her son, Eric, who we mentioned in the blurb, has been missing for 30 years now. He was out on the Puget Sound one night on a little, uh, some kind of a boat. Yeah, I think it was a sailing boat. specified what type of boat it was. But the boat was found... I can't uh, so the boat was found I'm with confused. the anchor cut. Yes. And I know that it's a sailing ship for found. reasons we can't talk about. He was never found, though. But the boat was found. You're going to talk about yes. these reasons later? Yes. yes. Okay, cool. I can't wait. It was determined or presumed <laughs> to be a suicide, although Tova has never believed that because the anchor was cut. So they were like, well, he intentionally cut it. It just seemed odd because he worked at the ticket booth for the ferries and he had left all of his stuff behind. It appeared that he was going to be coming back. Nobody even noticed the boat was gone initially. I mean, if you're going to commit a suicide, you don't really need your things anymore. That is true. Yeah, you don't Maybe need a goddamn use thing. that $20 you got in your wallet. As long as you take the you knife. You don't want that to be lost at the ocean. As long as you take the knife to cut that anchor line. <laughs> All right, well, this has been a okay. nice bummer. So <laughs> that is Tova, currently working the night shift at the aquarium now. Uh, does it say how her husband died? Uh, cancer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and she, like, took care of him. I think he battled cancer for a couple of years as well before he died. And how old was Eric when he went missing? 18. He 18. was about to... Was about to or had just graduated high school. So he would be 48. Just beginning his life. Yeah. That's sad. Good to know. Good to know. Marcellus is the giant Pacific octopus. Um, also known as the best character. <laughs> the GPO also is what he calls himself. Oh, I forgot I had notes here. How? I don't know. You, you spent all this time writing them. GPO is what he calls himself. <laughs> the great Pacific giant, giant Pacific. Oh, giant octopus, Pacific, yeah. yeah. But he, he calls himself His whole name like is that. actually Marcellus McSquiddles. <laughs> Which he does not like. No, because, because it makes it, people think he's a squid. Yeah, and he <laughs> says that is like a very. What does he call it? Um, it's an insult. Is he racist? Yeah, an insult of the highest sort, he said. No, yeah. I think he just implies that squid are stupid. 
He implies that most creatures yeah. that aren't Beneath, him are they're, stupid. Yeah, they're all stupid. Well, Octa, this Octa routinely proves to be true. <laughs> I mean, apparently he solved the murder when no one else did, so... We'll get to that. Okay. So, characters related to him, I put Terry. Terry's Terry Corey yeah. manager. Um, so, Marcellus, we learned towards the end of the book, he was actually rescued as a younger octopus because he was injured, which came from an eel attack. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's never really taken to life in captivity, which you can't blame that him for. That would be tough. That would be tough. Has um, he been in captivity for about 30 years? No. So this was surprising to me. Um, at the time the story begins, he predicts that he only has 160 days left to live because uh, the life expectancy for them is 1,460 days. It's about four years, I think, is what he says. Four to five I thought years. it was 14 years. No. Let's really? really? So I'm going to do the math here. Dude, I don't have a, got the book open. I don't have a calculator. I can't do it in my head. Well, I can tell you that 1,046 days does not equate to 14 You're years. right. Four years. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, for some reason in my head, I thought that octopus were like, like Turtles. Like they lived for a long time. I really thought they had some. <laughs> kind of came at you a little harsher, didn't they? Some stuff. Yeah, maybe it's because he's a giant and, you know, like larger dogs don't. But he has two hearts. I don't know. I don't get That's it. They're enlarged. Hard to give up. Yeah. He I lives know. twice as hard. <laughs> <laughs> he's out there raging every night when he's in the wild. Anyways. Take it out, see cucumbers. Well, I gotta stop. I realized as we listen back to our recordings, I say anyway and literally a lot. So I'm trying to cut back. And you're failing. Good luck. <laughs> I know. All right. Uh, Next up. Moving on. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm still talking about Marcellus. Okay. So like I said, he <clears throat> predicts that he only has 160 days left to live. He's a little bit depressed that he's going to die in this aquarium. Um, he understands that he's very intelligent and often seems annoyed by the habits of human humans. He is bored by his aquarium life and he's tired of being fed a diet mainly consisting of herring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he talks about he's like a garbage fish. So he has taken to sneaking out of his uh, aquarium at night and goes and like he's, eats fish out of the other tanks. He's basically pull off the air tank and pop the lock from outside with one of his tentacles. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently they can compress themselves into yeah. really small yeah, sizes. About a, anything yes. in uh down to about an inch, yeah. yeah. I mean, how big is giant? Pretty massive, I would imagine. Dang it, I should have looked up their... They're pretty big. Like They're pretty big. <laughs> yes, please. I am curious now. Okay, so that's Marcellus. Our next main character is Cameron Casmore. He's 30 years old. He was abandoned by his mother, Daphne, when he was a young child and was raised by his Aunt Jeannie in uh, Modesto, California. Aunt Jeannie, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Aunt nice. Jeannie currently she lives in a trailer park. Trailer park. <laughs> She's a hoarder and has recently contracted chlamydia from another trailer park resident. Good but times. overall, she seems like a very nice lady. Jeannie's yeah, always they, taken really good well, care of Well, they always are. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you can't. Okay. Yeah. So he's going over to help his Aunt Jeannie with something at the trailer. And he she gives him this box of belongings that used to be his mother's and says, do you want to go through this? And he pretty much has no interest. He's got this attitude like, my mother left me. Fuck her. Like, I don't want anything to do with her. But he takes the box. He ends up going through it and finds a picture of her with another man who he thinks might be his father because he never has known who his father was. Mm-hmm. And Jeannie apparently didn't know either. And he also finds a class ring with the initials E-E-L-S. 
and it puts the pieces together. His mother had run away, I think, as a teenager and ended up in Seoul Bay and had gone to high school there or finished out high school there. So yeah. he decides on a whim pretty much after his girlfriend breaks up with him, kicks him out of the apartment because he got fired from, like, who knows, the hundredth job. Yeah. Um, that he was going <laughs> to... He of James? It's a running joke oh. from our D&D game. Oh, okay. He's Possibly. shamefully pulling from outside what anyone here could they know. They have P.F. Chang's in Modesto. I don't think you get fired from there, do you? So he decides on a whim, nothing is going for him, that he's just going to go to Seoul Bay. He's going to try to track down the man who he believes to be his father and collect all this back child support. And he thinks this money is going to fix his life. But Cameron, he's one of those people that just kind of tries to coast through life. And when he fails at something, it's always somebody else's fault. Oh, I was 15 minutes to work and they fired me. Can you believe it? And it's like, yes. Yes, Yes, we can can. believe it because sometimes it's crucial you show up on time. Especially if it's 15 minutes for like the 10th day in a row. Yeah, if you're making a habit of it or if you've only been there for a week. Anyways, he... Oh, God damn it, I just said it again. He has a... Sometimes you have to say it. Continuing on. (laughs) It's a normal word. However. (laughs) He is going to Washington. That's his plan. Um, characters related to him, so his Aunt Jeannie, Daphne, his mother, Simon Brinks is the man that he believes to be his father and is a wealthy real estate yeah, like he's a tycoon of something of something in Seattle, Washington. The guy you want to be your dad. Brad and Elizabeth are his best friends. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they all went to school together. He stays with Brad and Elizabeth when his girlfriend kicks him out of the apartment. Elizabeth is currently pregnant and about to have a child in a couple of months. Hmm. And this is when he's living in California? Brad and Elizabeth are in California? Yeah, Yeah. 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 because that's where he was raised. Okay. Yep, so, and then Ethan is the last character, and I almost wouldn't call him a main character, but he is tied to... He's important. Yeah. He's he's, the linking character. He's tied to Tova and Cameron. He lives in Sewell Bay. He's the owner of the local grocery store. Kind of the town gossip as well. Oh, yeah. He knows everybody's business and he very he'll, much he'll bring it up with like anybody to uh, that comes get in. together with Tova. But very nice guy. Super yeah, I want to say he's he down, also... but that seems too harsh. He's generally just a nice old man. How okay. big are the octopus? So, an average size is 16 feet in length from the top of its body to the tip of its arm. An average adult weighs about 132 pounds. Um, the largest species of octopus with record size is at 600 pounds and a 30-foot arm span. How That's in the fuck is so the average 132, but the biggest The one biggest is 600. Well, apparently when they're in warmer water, they stay smaller, but in colder water like the Pacific, yeah. they get bigger. For a thousand but pounds. we know Marcellus is not that big because Tova can pick him up and bring him back to the container. As the first time Tova and Marcellus truly interact is when she catches him Sneaking out and in, into the break room to steal some shrimp from the garbage can. She okay, could so yes, so she's strong. Though, no, she's pounds. she's seventy years old and she so, has a bad back. She talks about when she bends over and she stands up, she'll hear like her back pop. I guess that's fair. She, I was but she say, is a tough lady. She cleans all night. She's one of those people that is always moving. That's hard. I clean always the floors cleaning, in here. I'm always my cooking. Ass off. Like she's always getting stuff done. She's she one of those says, people who hard works till the day they die. She even said, like, her husband used to be able to sit on the couch and watch football all day, and she did not understand it. 
Oh, she just can't stop moving. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, even if he's full-grown, 16 feet long, it's only 130 pounds, but I guess for a 70-year-old woman, that is a lot to Well, pick up. and I was going to say, so that is that the is first the first main event of the story, I would say, is that Tova finds Marcellus in the break room tangled up in cell phone charging cords. So he had snuck into the break room. Wow. Oh okay, so Marcellus goes to the break room sometimes because he wants to find better food than just the herring that is so given to him. So he's getting in the fridge? Um, I think he it was the, the garbage. garbage because I believe it um, refers back to it later in the book. He was actually going after um, some vegetable stir fry or vegetable fried rice. Yeah. That oh, Terry he gets it out had of the, uh, had. An old and, Chinese food yeah, box and, in the garbage. Yeah, so it had been thrown away and nice. Marcella smelled it and wanted it. Oh, blame So, but what happens is he's tangled up. One of his tentacles is tangled up. So the harder he pulls, the tighter it gets. Tova comes in, is a little bit shocked, and she goes to unplug everything first, and he, like, kind of shudders, freaks out, and she tells him, she's like, I'm just going to unplug this. I'm trying to help you. And so he lets her do it, and then as soon as he's free, he, like, wraps his tentacle around her arm, like, squeezes it, like it leaves little suction marks on her arm. And then he, she doesn't pick him up. He goes back on his own. Oh, right. Yeah, she doesn't have to pick him up that time. So... The other thing that we learn is that he has narrowed his time down. So he knows he has 18 minutes outside of his tank before the consequences begin, which is when he starts to feel weak and... His basically oxygen deprivation starts kicking in. So he's at 18 minutes, so he knows that he can get out. Um, And I think he talks about how once he had tried to prop open a door and it accidentally shut on him, and then he had to spend valuable time getting the lock open and then going out like he's able to pick locks and stuff he can figure it out really easily yeah there he's apparently even for an octopus kind of a genius so what was him wrapping around tova's arm was that like his thank you that's no, them that sounds like a or he was acknowledging that yeah, she, she helped, helped him that's okay. their equivalent of a handshake is okay oh at, at every night after this uh tova will go up to his tank and they'll like, She'll put his her arm in the tank, and he'll come up and wrap his... Maybe not so oh. tight, though. I thought it was maybe he kind of an F.U. He does but it's like a hug. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I, see. Okay. I think she was just startled the first time because she didn't know what was happening. There was an octopus in the break room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That alone would be a little startling. Yes, and it was. But I would say that was the first big main event. So Zachary says that in this book, nothing happened. <clears throat> but I think it's just the... You the, don't consider anything happening if it's not some huge explosion of okay, an event. Lots of, like, little things happen, but, like, I mean, Cameron's initial part of the story is Mallory's covered. He gets fired from his job. Girlfriend throws him out. He goes to his friend's house to stay there for a while, looks in a box, finds a picture of his mom, and then heads to Sewell Bay. And that's, like, the first hundred pages of the book, this dude hasn't made it to Sewell Bay. It's oh. a I would say, so book. it's a book about people's right. lives and people's day-to-day lives. It's yes. there's no magic involved. It's I just forget people's. most of my day-to-day life. Well, there's it's still happening though. Those are still things happening. It's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Zach gets there's no five pages for the last week of his life. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Cameron just that's does make it to Sewell Bay. I can't feel that. Unfortunately, <laughs> his luggage is lost, and he, there had been some jewelry and this box of his mother's that he planned on pawning to help him 
get by. The one thing wow. he does still have on him is the class ring. That's good. But Please. and he, I think he has like who's class ring? Eight hundred dollars or something yeah, to his he, name. He's got like eight hundred like bucks that he got from his aunt Jeannie. Right. Oh, it was like two thousand or fifteen. I can't remember. He had to spend a lot on the plane ticket and yes. So by then time he, he gets got there, there, he randomly meets some other guy who also had his oh, luggage right. lost. He has two thousand dollars and he spends twelve hundred buying the camper. Yeah, this guy's like, I have a friend That's who has a, this shitty camper for sale. Are you interested in buying it? And Cameron's like, Yeah, because I don't have anywhere to stay. I might as well buy this camper van. It's a place to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So All he. Right. Gets that in Seattle, drives to Sowell Bay, which is north of Seattle. Um, what? When does this take place? What time? Like, like now. 2000? Now? Yeah. Okay. There's no mention of COVID or anything, but it's like modern time. That's fine. I'm just time. thinking like $2,000, you're not going to get real far. No. No. Okay. Especially, they never give, especially in Seattle. That. <laughs> give, the only dates that they give for anything is uh, Marcellus giving a countdown to his death. Yep. That is yeah. So this guy's not really dark. even... This guy's did get and find in his yes. food and trash cans probably to you get to where he's going. He looks out very bucks. early on. Because Cameron? yes, because his he has his camper van and he gets a flat tire, I believe. Yeah, he gets a flat tire. But he's in the parking lot of the grocery store and Ethan comes out oh. and pretty much tells him, I have a friend who can help you out. And he starts letting him park the camper in his driveway and that's where Cameron stays. Yeah, and Ethan's nice, like, basically just takes a stranger in. He's like, yeah, you can have some food for free. You can keep your camper in my parking lot, and uh, I'll get you a temp job down at the aquarium because Tova, the night before... He's getting very ahead of us, but yes. He can't get the job till after Tova breaks her ankle. That's, <gasps> that's not ahead of it. That's backwards. Oh, my gosh. You just... Wow. Now we know. About him getting now the we job know yet. something bad happens to Tova. Poor old you guys lady. should really uh, <laughs> work no, no, this no, no, out. No, 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 no. I know this is an audio medium, but they can't hear us staring at each other. What is going on? Here? <laughs> staring. Staring. Con- so skipping ahead. Yes, Tova does <laughs> fall off a stool in the aquarium, sprains her ankle. It's a pretty bad sprain. She has to be in a boot, and it's going to take at least six weeks to heal, is what the doctor tells her. So Ethan does put in a good word for Cameron with Terry, and Terry hires him to help uh, or to replace Tova for the time maybe, that she's out. And then he's also doing another job where uh, he's cutting up the fish for the animals. Yeah. But prior to that, he had just met Ethan and was staying in his driveway. They drank some scotch together one night, got drunk. And I will say, Cameron is very open about why he's there. He's like, my mom abandoned me. I'm here to find my rich dad, Simon Brinks. He's this real estate guy. I'm going to make it happen. I mean, I guess best to be open about it. Yeah. And he pretty much starts trying to call this Simon Brink guy, like, right away. And has he never is able to get in touch with him. Everybody's like, oh, do you have have an appointment set up with him? As you might expect for trying to hunt down a millionaire. Millionaire or billionaire? Million. Okay. (laughs) Is it hard to hunt them down? Well, they don't want to be easily found (laughs) by just anybody. Uh, I've never tried, but I imagine it's not. (laughs) Prior to Tova falling off the step stool and hurting her ankle, Marcellus went into his little castle, or I think it was a castle, in his tank where he buries his treasures that he finds. <laughs> That's appropriate. He finds a key <laughs> and he returns it to Tova. It turns out she had lost a key, who knows how long ago, within the two years that she's worked there, on one of his adventures out of his tank. 
He found the key. He really likes keys. And he even says, I remember every key. Every key is different, and I remember them all. And he, I found the same one. Not, yeah, not, or not too long ago. I we, found the same one before. Well, and that he, it was He says, I found the same one at the bottom of the ocean next to a pile of old bones. Yeah. Oh, and my God. Said, yes. Whoa, what the hell? So then he finds this key in the aquarium. He takes it back to his tank, buries it with his treasurers, and then he returns it to Toba, like uncurls his tentacle one night and gives her the key. So he knew it was hers. Yes. Yeah, because he, he can remember... Uh, like by sight and touch, like any key and any human fingerprint that he sees as well. Because oh. people leave fingerprints on his class oh, all the time. Yeah. He loves to study uh, yeah. them. Yeah, wow, isn't that but, something? So he knows that he found Tova's son in the in the sound. His remains. His yeah. bones. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> oh, wait. I think what I was... were you expecting? I already told you. What? I thought he witnessed the incident. Oh, the murder. Yeah. I mean, the third, the, the four-year-old octopus. Murder. Yeah, goddamn. Yeah. So it was a murder. I did not do the math before that says. comment. Oh. I mean, that's what Asa said, which we just proved wrong. <laughs> yeah, real, <laughs> real quick. He really I just stomped on it, which I would have too. Okay. Anyway, so Caleb, are you trying to read the book right now? No, just... I'm just trying to keep up. <laughs> so Cameron is now filling in for Tova. Tova shows up at the aquarium one night and finds Cameron there attempting to get Marcellus back into his tank. And he's, like, trying to poke him with the handle of a broomstick. Wow. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're having a standoff in the break room. Stop it right now. Just give him a smack. Get away from my bud, Marcellus. And Cameron is just like, what the fuck? Because she, like, pretty much walks up to the octopus and is like, Marcellus. You what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> you can't be doing this to the new guy. And he's like, she asks him or tells him something, and Cameron is like, he nodded at her. Did that actually happen? <laughs> <laughs> wow. so, so he witnesses this connection between Tova and Marcellus. Because prior to this, Tova was, like we said, every night she would stick her arm in the aquarium, say hello. To, and she would always walk around and say hello to all of the creatures there. But now her and Marcellus have this bond. She pretty much stands there and talks to him. And Marcellus even says, me and this human, we converse with each other. Does he, like, write in the sand, or...? He just reacts with movements, I think. Kind of like I a mean, dog. He, he does one time in the story, but that's it. Have you any Whoops, go ahead, You Caleb. can, like, teach a gorilla sign language. I, don't, I know they don't have hands, but you could probably, like, teach an It's not so much... Sign. Gorillas have hands. It's not that Marcel is well, yeah. can't write, it's that <laughs> he doesn't lower himself to doing so. Well, yeah, but, like, would he do sign language? I mean, it might be difficult, but he might be he able to He does not have hands. Well, he's got eight tentacles. You only need five fingers to do it, so he could just do five tentacles. Couldn't he? You think he could at least point out, like, A or B, you know, on a board? Oh, I've yeah, seen that. And I've seen that That's before. degrading. I think the sign language to him would it not be degrading. I think that is another thing, at least for him in particular... He would not entertain the thought of trying to learn something to serve humans in any way. Uh, so they'd have to learn how to talk to him. I don't want to. Which ru- she more or less does. Fair yes. Enough. Fair enough. I don't want to ruin this for okay, anyone. Okay. So after this encounter, okay. Uh, sorry. Go on. Oh, never mind. No, never say mind. it. Sorry. Have any of you seen an octopus out of the water? No. no. Not in real life. I don't. No. They don't look like they do in water. And I don't want to ruin them. Because they're shriveled up? Was they're this all, one alive? No, because they're all like, 
like blobs because their heads so they're heavy. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. like heads are oh, just they can't just like, yeah. Anyways, that's right. what that's what just what I keep picturing is him in the trash can like. <laughs> like, I fucking, wish that somebody could find a way to let yeah. any listeners we may someday have view that, uh, <laughs> that demonstration. Don't oh, don't worry. Glad we we'll find a way. I'm glad we can. Uh, okay. Uh, so Tova continues to come in at nights. She ends up helping Cameron. Like they clean together. Yeah. They kind of they, they develop a bond of their own. And Marcellus, this is when we get a little uh, little shock factor here. He says, I know that these two are descendants of each other. What? They're related. How does he know? I thought you were going to say. Because he looks at people's faces, earlobes, chins, eyes. He knows fingerprints. He says that because people leave them on his his table. They leave them on his table all the time. And he says, you know, they're all different. I remember all of them just like the keys, but he can tell by looking at them. And he even talks about how people will come in and he, <laughs> he'll he say, for example, last week this father and son came in. He has no idea that's not his son. <laughs> that, is, that is awesome and terrible but, at the same time. And I mean, I won't lie. I kind of saw this coming a mile away just because it was like, they got to have some way to link these characters. Something, yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, the reveal isn't the big part of the story. Like, it is for the characters, but for us as the audience, it's fairly so obvious. Like and it's just kind of, as boring. Mallory pointed out, watching people live their lives and kind of come together. Cameron, okay. You so know, right. I, I thought Mallory was about to say the big shock factor here is he gets jealous and it turns out... That's all, I literally was thinking that he gets jelly. That's, he smacks him. No, he's... He's not a jelly. He's a very whips, cool, calm, and down. collected octopus. Oh, okay, he's okay. very logical... I, I just, don't think that's he where has. I thought you were going. I don't think it. jealousy is an emotion that Marcellus feels. All right, think, it's yeah. below him. But we <laughs> kind of breezed past apart because I got distracted by somebody skipping ahead, which was that Tova had a brother and he had been living at this retirement home, or retirement home assisted living, something like that in Bellingham, and he died in the beginning. You jumped that too. <laughs> Not a jumping. He died. She's notified that he died in the beginning of the book. They were not close. They had been close, but after the disappearance of her son, things just kind of got weird. It seemed like maybe people didn't want to be around her just because they were uncomfortable. They didn't know what to say. Um, But unfortunately, that happened with her brother, and he dies at this retirement home, and she's his only relative family. So she has to go collect his stuff. And apparently it was some bougie-ass place in Bellingham that he was living. And Tova takes a brochure and is like, maybe I need to go here because I'm getting old. I have no family, nobody to take care of me. Um, she's a part of this group called the Nitwits, which it yeah. started as like 15 people, them too, 11 people. But it started as a group of women knitting together. Slowly people have died or moved away, but there's still like a core there's group now of five. Of them. five yeah, and they still and get it, together. It starts with one of them. One of them okay. is moving to Spokane with her daughter, so her daughter can, I, well, I don't want to say take care of her. She see, still seems pretty independent, but that's where her grandkids are Yeah, as honestly, well. all, all these ladies are extremely active. Yeah, So, but she's moving away. Um, one of them is married to a doctor, has children. So Tova's just looking at her friends like they all have a plan. They all have somebody that's going to be able to care for them. I don't want to be a burden to anybody. I should just go to this retirement home. And, and spend my last years pissed. there. 
They do not like that she's leaving them. Yes, but that she tells them her intentions. They try to tell her she would not be a burden, all of that. Um, she decides to put her house on the market, which is a house that her parents built, or her father built. They were um, immigrants from... I believe it's Sweden. Sweden, I, th- I think you're right. Uh, but her father had built that. She had raised her family there, her son there, and was hoping that someday... Yeah, obviously she'd have she'd grandchildren. Have grandchildren. She gave up on yeah. hope a while ago. But, but she has this big, like, beautiful house kind of near the coast, and she's finally decided that she could let go of it. Yeah, and this That's is rough. about the same time when she tells this all to her friends that, uh, is it the, the lady who she, oh God, I can't remember any of the nitwits' names, but this kid, or this, I guess at this point, third, 40-year-old guy comes up, and runs into her, and it's like, oh, hey, it's you. And it turns out it's one of her son's friends from high school. Oh. And, then, and so one of her big reveals is they're talking, and he's like, oh, I don't know. He was out with some, like, I think he was planning to go out on a date with some girl that night. Oh, and shit. She, ah. the, her husband, Will, had always been like, maybe he had a girlfriend, maybe something went wrong with a girlfriend, and Tova was always like, if there was a girl, we would know. He would have told us. And now she knows there was a girl, Spoiler. and she didn't, didn't know. Tell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? He was eighteen years old. Not every son tells their and mother about all their girls. Some boys <laughs> or some bush. So <laughs> at the same Maybe time, both. oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did. Another uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. He's a slay all day. <laughs> Die all night. <laughs> Bummer. (laughs) (laughs) It's the premise of the book. Yeah, and we can still be sad about it. In the meantime, while all this is happening, Cameron also meets a girl named Avery who owns a paddleboard shop. He meets her when he's trying to trick a local real estate agent into giving him Simon Brink's phone number. Which works. Yeah, he succeeds. Okay, okay. Okay, Okay. (laughs) here's the thing. I am not Cameron's biggest fan, and we can get into this more at the end, but... Even when he first sees Avery, he's like, hottest chick I've seen since I've been here. And then she does something and stretch. I can't remember, but her shirt goes up a little bit. And he's like, I could see her tan midriff. And I'm like, shut up, you fucking pig. I don't lie. I blazed past a lot of his side notes. I, mean, I didn't care what you did. Tan like, midriff? Bro, you're 30 fucking years old. Why the fuck do you? And yeah, they didn't break him. Like he was, like, 18, and he's a 30-year-old. 30 years old. The thing is, he's very smart. He had a lot of potential, and he's just never done anything with it. coasted by. But he, like, knows all these random facts. He retains information when he learns it. He just never applies himself to anything. Ah, That's fair. That's a bummer. However, he does meet her. He likes her. She invites him to go paddleboarding. He comes over to her house where he finds out she has a teenage son. She's actually a couple years older than him, 32. Things didn't work out with the father of her child, obviously. And now she's single. And they're going on a date. They go paddleboarding. A bastard. Ah, they might have been married. I can't remember. A bastard like you? I don't remember. (laughs) Just like me. It's not super important. (laughs) Bastard buddies. (laughs) No one character is particularly important to this story, aside from... Tova and Marcellus and Cameron? Yeah. 
They're, they're all just on the board. Are they're they, there. They they're all on the board, right? Yeah. Okay, they they flush the everyone else out. Ethan? Like, it's okay. I don't need to. Right I don't think Ethan's very important. He, There's no relation. Yeah. Well, well, Ethan. He's well, because he's related to, the to all of them except for maybe Marcellus. All right. Yeah. He's important in the sense that is the only reason that there's a plot. Okay, but the reason Avery is important, <laughs> they go paddleboarding, and she they're paddleboarding past um, like a dock or oh, I right. can't remember the pier. The it's pier. a pier, I think. And she's telling him this story about um, how one time she had talked down a girl who was thinking about committing suicide by jumping off of it. And there's, um, it's not always super deep, and there's rocks underneath. So and that was her. Wait, plan. are you gonna kill her? Yeah, oh, and shit. she, he's like, oh my gosh, like what happened? And she said she just talked to her from her paddleboard, and all, let me show you. the girl got down. And she says, I, I don't ever know, I never knew what happened to her, but I like to yeah. think hopefully she. By the way, it took you about less than a minute to prove me wrong. So good on you, <laughs> well done. <laughs> immediate next sentence yeah so we'll we'll circle back to that but she tells him that um i believe this is the first time that avery and cameron bone in his camp for sure yeah yeah they insinuate that they bone okay does it give a timeline of when she talked this girl it was years yeah she doesn't say years ago it's been a while okay all right okay so then toba's at the grocery store where ethan works and Ethan, I feel like we haven't mentioned him much, but he, Cameron is staying with him, so they've yeah. become friends, and he also has a crush on Tova, and wants to, well, he does ask her out eventually, but it's just very awkward, and Tova had pretty much resigned herself to, I will never, I'll die I alone. Was, I was with my husband for 40 years, I'm cool. That's, that's um, a fair response. But yeah, he is sense. starting to put the pieces together that Cameron is looking for his father, and his mother's name was Daphne, and she abandoned him. She was a drug addict. He's never seen her since. And there well, was a bounced check from when he bought the grocery store. With a Daphne Casmore name on it. Daphne Casmore. Yes. So he knows that Cameron's mother at one time lived there and bounced a check for like five fucking dollars there. <laughs> Why would you write a check for five dollars? <laughs> That Probably didn't think it was gonna bounce because she knew no, she, needed, she knew it was gonna bounce food. and needed uh, the food because it takes a couple days for checks to process. Not everyone. She knew checks. she wasn't gonna stay, so she could bounce the check and run. And run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, was, it was a thing you could do in the nineties. He's now realizing, okay, that was probably Cameron's mother. And then Toba's in the grocery store shopping, and the wife of uh, the friend that had told Tova about the girlfriend. Eric's girlfriend, his wife comes up to her in the store and she, I can't even remember how it comes up. She's like, I'm so sorry. Just, I think that if I was you, I'd want to know her name was Daphne. And like Tova just kind of freezes because this is a lot coming at her. And uh, Ethan overhears this and is like, (laughs) oh shit. (laughs) Fucking Daphne is Cameron's mom. And Daphne was also Eric's girlfriend at the time he went missing, presumed dead. Oh, shit. He's mind blown. But now he's, like, worried because how is this going to affect Tova? How is this going to affect Cameron? Yeah. Anyways, there we are. Okay. Back I to feel this. like I kind of missed so that even, whole way. Yes, Ethan figures it out. It's okay. <laughs> Second after Marcellus. Nah, yeah, Marcellus realized it early on. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Marcellus figured it out first. How did Marcellus figure it out at all? Because he can I told rec- you just looking at him that the there are, like, 
uh, traits and stuff makeup. like that. Well, oh, I thought you meant specifically that he knew Daphne was. Oh, yeah, we just knew that. Okay, that, that they were related. That, okay, but I mean, the, there's only one way those two could be related. Yes, I, I thought that they meant like that he knew specifically. No, Daphne and then he puts the dots together he, yeah. and figures it out, and okay. then I'm assuming Daphne never went to the aquarium. I don't think she had the money for that. No. But she wrote another bounce check <laughs> for, uh, to get into an aquarium. <laughs> uh, but Ethan does invite Tova over for dinner because he intends on telling her this. She comes over for dinner. Um, he's trying to kind of lead up to that. Cameron comes home. They get into an argument, Ethan and Cameron do in a back room. And it's because Cameron is pissed because Ethan has mentioned the bounce check. And Ethan's he a bit of a goth. He's a gossip, and he's like, you're spreading rumors about my mother, or not rumors, but just spreading this yeah. garbage about my mom. He, whether or not, like, Ethan doesn't think anything of it, because Tova complains about it as well. Like, he figured this out, and then told it. Everyone. everyone? Yeah. <gasps> wow. Well, you missed So they get into a fight, so while they're fighting, Tova's like, well, I might as well clean up, because she just can't help herself but to clean. She's looking for a dish rag to clean up the, you know, the counters with. She looks under the sink. Nothing is where it should be in her mind. It's very disorganized. She of finds, course. like, this T-shirt, and she's like, oh, he must be using T-shirts as rags. I do that all the time when they're worn out. So she wipes the whole thing down. Cameron leaves. Ethan comes out of the room, and he looks down, and he's like, what is that? <laughs> and it was actually some, like, <laughs> very old Grateful Dead concert T-shirt. That's worth a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's from of their money. last show. Yes, so it's like a vintage. <laughs> Nobody yeah. could see my face right there, but it was like, oh my god! Oopsies! <laughs> I would never assume someone has a. Why shirt would they have, just have like, it underneath their seat? But why would it be under the? Yes, she was totally right to wonder, but I would probably ask. But at the end of the day. It, he lives alone. It's a bachelor. He just puts it in a place that he keeps it safe. Yeah, it was no. the only thing in that shelf. Under the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. No that one's going to safe if, spot. If you break into That's a, a house safe spot. steal it, yeah, you're not going to look under the sink for anything. No, I, the only thing you're going to do under the sink is, like, cut the drain hose just to be a <laughs> dick. Christ. You know? The only reason this is <laughs> really, really comes into the story is because because of this little incident, Tova just rushes out of the house and never gets the full story. Oh, okay. But it it just teases us a <laughs> yeah. little bit. Just just keep and it's flicking just kind the of blue funny. balls. It was kind of funny. Just a little yeah. flick of the bean. <laughs> Tova's actually pretty yes. <laughs> Back at the aquarium, Marcellus is starting to get very impatient that Cameron and Tova do not know that they're related to each other. He's pretty much like, Are you fucking stupid? Yes. Oh, yeah, Marcellus, he, yes. Uh, Apparently so. Oh no, it, it's he, uh, <laughs> he steals Cameron's driver's license. Yes, so Cameron had to drop his driver's license off in the manager's office because he needed it to complete some of his employment paperwork. Marcellus knows his days are numbered. He doesn't have much time to somehow get this message across to them, so he has to act. So he crawls out of his tank one night, and he's getting weaker. Like, the consequences are coming faster and faster. doesn't have 18 minutes anymore. No. no. He climbs up onto the desk. He gets the driver's license, and he puts it underneath this statue of a seal. Because it. Oh, Tova is the only person that ever ahead. cleans it. Because no. the first thing he does is the, the ring, isn't it? No. Oh, that is no, you're right. That's the last one. My bad. Am I wow. the only get, one that reads these Get your shit together, Zachary. <laughs> my <Yeah>. gosh. <laughs> So he leaves it where the seal is at, 
You're the only one who takes notes. <laughs> like a nerd. No. In the seal, in the tank, or no? So it's like a big bronze statue of a seal. So it's on like a pedestal, and then there's actual seals. Oh, but Tova's the only one who cleans under it. Yeah, Yeah. she dusts underneath. Yeah, everyone else is just like whatever. (laughs) So Tova does find the driver's license. She sees the last name. She is. She's putting the pieces together now herself. So. We're finally making some progress on that front. And what, 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 how far are we in the book at this progress? We're getting towards the end. We're in like the last like 80 pages. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling sleepy right now from okay, this well, conversation. Do better. It's not me. I would like to read this book for myself, maybe. Well, if you Don't can't even listen to, to us. us talk about it without getting sleepy, how are you going to read it? It took me way longer than an hour to read this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, at the same time that Tova is discovering this driver's license, Cameron finally gets a meeting with Simon Brinks. So he's like, I'm going to go meet my daddy. Yay, it's finally happening. But I have to drive to Seattle for it. And he had also um, had a date planned with Avery to go paddleboarding again. On his way to Seattle, he stops in at the paddle shop. Her son is covering the the front desk. He asked for Avery. She's not in right now. He says, just let her know I can't make it tonight, but I'll call her in a little bit. He the goes, son's like, of course. Yeah, sure. How old Definitely is the son? guy I don't like. Oh, like 15 or 16, he I doesn't like say. Him? No. He just doesn't a, like anybody. He's okay. just like that age, and it's guy dating like anyone's his mom. Mom's dating, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So Cameron goes to Seattle. He goes to this weird, it seems very unlike a millionaire's type of place to be. It's on Capitol Hill. It's in like the basement of another building. He walks in and it's like a little bar. And this Simon guy comes out and it's a pretty quick interaction considering the building. No, Capitol Hill isn't. I thought the bar did, but I could be wrong. Well, Capitol Hill's on the top of the hill. That's what I thought, but. Remember, we've been there. I know. I've been there many times. <laughs> okay. Look to see if it mentions water. <laughs> there's water all around Soho Bay. <laughs> it's a bay. I mean, there's a lot of water in Seattle, for sure. But no, it's like in a basement bar. It's kind of like a little speakeasy. But anyway, so he meets Simon and quickly realizes, uh, well, Simon quickly tells him, no, I am not your father. Your mother said. and I... We're like best friends. We never had sex. Not said, once. Not oh, even okay. one time. He said, "I, but I wanted you to meet me at this bar because we were really good friends and we always had a dream of opening a bar. She had these great ideas and this is kind of what came of it. Oh, he opened it in honor of Daffy? He wanted to open it for her. For her. But, she, but then she went down this path. Yeah, she path. never could get it to get, like, she got into drugs and she just couldn't, like, the last time he saw her... She asked to borrow money, and he's like, I gave it to her. He's like, I don't know if I should have or not, but, like, I couldn't turn away a friend. And he's like, and then I never saw her again. Hasn't heard from her since. Damn. But he does say that if she was dating somebody else, he might not have known. He said she was a very private person when it came to some things. He said it was very weird. We were really good friends, but there were some things you could just tell she was not letting you in on. So Cameron leaves. He's upset again, just... This was all a waste of time. Yeah. So this is like, and he's trying to call Mm -hmm. Avery and she's not answering him like for like a few hours. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about this job. He's like, I'm fighting with Ethan. I, my dad wasn't here after all. This was a giant waste of time. 
If everyone, Avery like, fuck it, fuck it, I'm gone. He look yes, he, I was going to say literally, but he does, actually. He, like I said, he's a very poor me person. Everything is not going my way right now, so I'm just going to bounce. I mean, this guy clearly, like, do you think Brick, like, Brink, wouldn't give him money? He probably would have. Like, he didn't ask, though. Yeah, I know, hopefully but like, he has enough pride that he didn't just ask, because he's he, actually like, has he's money, because he's working. Yeah. And he is getting better. He he's does making go steps, back in but the he end. backslides a lot right here. He decides he's just gonna go quit his job at the aquarium, and then he's driving to Modesto in his. Camper. But he does stop at the aquarium yeah. briefly. He stops. He sees Tova. He's throwing a tantrum. I'm fucking out of here. I'm quitting this mm-hmm. job. I'm gonna write this letter. I'm leaving it on Terry's desk that I quit. And well, no, Tova makes him write the letter because he wasn't gonna do anything. Oh, that's true. That's so. True. Sorry, really quick. Does is Avery not answering because her son didn't relay? Correct. Okay. And she thought that, that little asshole, that little bastard, she thinks that she's been ghosted. Yeah. And she's she's just she's pissed. Off. She's just mm-hmm. taking the night off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, he freaks out and he's like, "Fuck it!" This whole time with a waste. And he grabs his the father's glass ring. glass ring and throws it in the eel tank and leaves. <gasps> Because it said eels, E-E-L-S. He's like, here, eels, you can have your ring. <laughs> so throws <laughs> like out of the tank, I storms like out. <clears throat> so Tova's like, okie dokie. Like, didn't have much time to really mention anything to him. But then the next day, a new octopus shows up at the aquarium. Because as we know, Marcellus is a... Uh, He's faded. His time is coming. And they rescued this new little octopus. Tova is leaving on what is supposed to be her last night of work. And she finds Marcellus tired. Like, just worn out. Well, he's even missing a full tentacle. Yeah, he's like, the consequences have got him. He's like, by the door, just like, (laughs) not doing well. But she comes over and she's like, what is going on? He uncurls a tentacle. And he had the the ring. ring. So he had crawled into the eel tank, which is a big thing yeah. for him because we that's learned he attacked. That's how he ended up in the aquarium yeah. in the first place. Yeah. So she looks at the ring and it stands. E-E-L-S, I can't remember it's name. Eric, it's Eric's initials. Uh, uh, it's like Eric Edwin Langford Sullivan. Something like that. But those are his initials. And now that she sees it, she's like certain. Well, yeah, because um, like he, she is realizes. Is last name Sullivan? No, no it's, it's, it's Casper. But he okay. threw. Eric's class yeah, ring. Yeah, the eel tank, yes. So this part, I almost cried at the end of this Yeah. <laughs> so this part made me sad, but I didn't crack until the next chapter. <laughs> so he's laying there. He's not doing well. She knows that he's aging out. And that he went to this old, like, he's the one who revealed the truth yeah. to her. Uh, she goes and gets a mop bucket with water in it. She gets Marcellus into the mop bucket, and then she wheels him down to the pier. So she can really... So they're sitting there and she's talking to him and she's pretty much just laying it out there. She was like, you knew the whole time and you've done everything you can to tell me. Uh, What else does she say to him? She's like, I'm so sorry that you got captured, but also I'm so grateful that you did because none of this would have happened otherwise. And pretty much she just says her goodbyes to him and Lowers she him into the water. Lowers him into the water. And man, this next part gets me because it jumps to a Marcellus chapter. Okay. And he's talking like uh, about uh, how. I, I do want to point if it's the chapter I'm just. So it doesn't jump immediately to that chapter. 
But oh. if it's the chapter I'm looking at, though, what Zach's talking about, instead of the whole book, it's been counting down. I'm reading the book, mind you. I'm taking a step. Uh, instead of Nerd. the countdown to his death, uh, this chapter says day one of my freedom. So let me yep. go in order so we can get to that. Okay. Because his chapter it closes out the book. No, it doesn't. Oh, it, you're right, it doesn't. But that's his last chapter. It's yes, like it's Marcellus' very near last the chapter. End. And this is the uh, one that cracked me because it immediately followed hers. Okay, but hold on because we're not done with that chapter. So okay. she says her goodbyes and Avery shows oh, up. Fuck yeah. Because Avery is looking for Cameron and she asks Tova, have you seen, you know, Cameron, this camper? And Tova tells her, I think he left. He said he was headed back to California. Yeah, you were ghosting him and... And she's like, it's just this big misunderstanding. Um, and then we, uh, in the meantime, Cameron has been driving back. He kind of realizes he just like flew off the handle, made a mistake, and he decides to go back to to is watch. Kid about to die in like a car accident. No, 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 no. <laughs> but he whips it around, but loses control, and wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> when he's driving back, the car breaks down. And he realizes that, like, he doesn't. Have, he just has to fix it himself, and kind of has to stop for a minute and realize that maybe he is like he, okay. And he at things. feels guilty. Like, wow, I am a little bit. It bitch. stops him long enough to think. He's okay. like, I'm not the same person I used to be. I might have done this six months ago, but I've grown some. So you're like, oh, okay, fine, Cameron. Fine, Cameron. <laughs> you can have but some growth. The important part of this is that Avery is talking to Tova and they're sitting on the pier and she's like, you know, the funniest thing happened like years ago. I talked this lady down off the ledge from killing herself here. And Tova's like, oh, really? What happened? And she said that the lady appeared to be on drugs and she kept talking about a boom. That the boom from the sail. And the, Tova, the arm on the Tova realizes that Daphne was likely talking about a boating accident in the boom of the boat. And so Tova kind of tells herself it can happen so easily if you let go the wind gust, the boom can hit you. And that she uh, you're it, it leaves you thinking that is what happened. Yeah. On the boat, he gets hit, he falls off the boat, he sinks into and the her, ocean. Her, she falls apart mentally because she watched this dude die and ran away. Oh, so Daphne was on the boat when okay, that happened? We, let's come back to that because but I had a lot of Okay, we'll, we'll come back to that in the end. But yes, the, that is all we're left with is Avery's story and Toba's interpretation. Why did she cut the anchor? Okay, we're coming back to that. Fine. Oh, coming okay. back. Okay, so now Mar- Marcellus. Okay, so Marcellus, this part got me. Because it comes right after Tova's, but Marcellus is talking about he's finally free and he's happy to be back in the dark. And he's like, he doesn't have much time left, but, you know, he'll he's enjoy it. He's going to enjoy it while he's got it. Yeah, and in the end, like, the part that gets me is he's like, I'm going to go down. He's like, and I'm going to rest myself. He's like, and lay down where the ash, where what remains of my old friend's son's bones are. And he goes to lay down and die where uh, Tova's son was, Eric. Oh, yes. man. But also before and Tova, like, put him in the sea, she was like, don't worry about the new octopus. I'm going to take care of her. And then she herself realizes, I can't move to this retirement home. I have to you stay. you got to take care of you. But, and then as he's going to the bottom, he was 
talking about how he trusted Tova with his life and he's trusted her with his death and he'll trust her with anything. And it's funny because in the beginning he talks about how people think octopus are just these remarkably bright creatures. And then in the end he's talking about Tova and Cameron and he's like, sometimes humans really are just the most remarkably bright creatures. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I gotta say, Shelby Van Pelt, that's one hell of a first book. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. cracked me up. That's not the end, though. Yeah. <laughs> so Cameron comes back. He goes to Tova's house, which is now empty. She's cleaning it because it's been sold to a family moving from out of state, I think. And she she's literally like, I guess I'll see if I can stay with one of my yeah, friends until I figure out, I know, until I figure out what I'm going to do. But obviously I can't leave now. I have a job to do. He comes to the house, she gives him the class ring, and she explains what the initials mean, and he understands, and she's like, this is the house that your great-grandfather built, and they walk around, and I think one of the things we kind of, we didn't really talk about, it didn't seem like a big deal, but it, it was in the, for Tova. Yeah. So she used to collect these uh, figurines Dala. called Dala horses, the little figurines that are painted, I think they're hand-painted in Sweden. All right. Um, but Eric had broke one of them, and it had just gone missing. And then he went missing, and that one's just been gone. While they're walking through the house, she's showing Cameron around, and he's like, oh, I wonder what he was hiding under that board. And she was like, what do you mean? What was he hiding under that board? And he's like, well, it clearly doesn't match. Like, cause he is really smart, so he pulls it up, and I think there was like an old, there was not a sandwich, but some sort of old snack, and then he pulls out the horse, and Cameron had put it all back together and repainted it. Aww. We've actually yeah. seen these before in antique stores, They're little wooden painted horses. It's a Swedish They're, thing, yeah. and so it was a big part of her heritage. Yeah. But they find it, and she's like, oh my god, Like he saved it, he was going to give it back to me. So it's just this sweet moment in the house, and then fast forward, I don't know how far ahead. Yeah, I think it's but, a few months. But Tova, so I guess we didn't really mention this, but she's got, she's loaded. She has a lot of money, and she's a very I was wondering. Person. Yeah, because uh, she got the, the, house was the payment by her. for her husband dying. And then selling a house, and then she just moved into a apartment. Well, she had money before that, because yeah. she's worked her whole life, but never really spent, spent anything. And the house that they lived in was a house that her father had built. They didn't have to pay for it, and her husband worked, too. So she's just always had this money. And you're seven. You don't have to make that much, I feel like, too. Well, so she buys this really yeah. nice condo. Well, I mean, with, like, well, she also still works. Well, that, yeah. that's my point. If you Floor to ceiling and, windows, really cool. nice place. Um, well, she's dating Ethan. Not that cool. He does so they, they reconcile. They don't live. <laughs> oh, we'll come back to that. They don't live together, but he's over all the time. Cameron is coming over for Thanksgiving dinner. They're playing some sort of a game. Avery's going to come they over. They play Scrabble. Later. Scrabble. Because they're both really good at words. Mm-hmm. I have never played huh. Scrabble, if you can believe that. <laughs> Avery's coming I'm over later. Somehow you are not good with words. <laughs> Previously, <laughs> come on. Previously in the book, after the T-shirt incident, Toba had gone on eBay with the help of her friend. Found the exact same shirt and bought it for two thousand dollars. Then drove herself to uh, Tequila, I believe. So she had to drive on the freeway, which she always said she would never do. She would only take back roads. 
She drove on the freeway by herself, got the shirt. That's and kind then of terrifying. When she the next time she went to get groceries, she put it with her groceries on the little conveyor. And then when he like was ringing her out, he like picked <laughs> it up and he was like, "How much did you pay for this?" And she was like, "Don't worry about it." He's like, "These are thousands of dollars." <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah," and then takes her stuff and leaves. Does it ever state how old Ethan is? Or I we just he's younger us. than her, but yeah. not, not by much. But not a lot. He okay. came to the U.S. like when yeah. he was young. He had come with a girl. He, yeah, he was uh, and got Irish. married, and then she left. No, Scottish. Him. He's Scottish. Is he Scottish? Okay. Yeah. But his wife, when he moved to the U.S., they got married, or they got married when they came here, and then she left him almost immediately. Yeah, it was just uh, like they went somewhere, out. and then as soon as like. The car broke down and the money ran out. She just fucking left. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. And he was wow. stuck in town and he had apparently saved up enough money that he just bought the grocery store. If you're going to take off, that is a pretty perfect time to do it. Okay. <laughs> so now I would like to go back to the discussion because I also had a lot of questions about the boom incident. Uh, yeah. My understanding, I guess, or what I have pieced together in my own mind is... Yes, he went out on the boat with uh, Daphne. Mm -hmm. We know that he had taken beers from the fridge. That did come up at some point. So possibly they were drinking. And then he gets hit by the boom, goes into the water. This was my question. So does she know how to navigate the boat? And she just gets out somewhere and then cuts the anchor? Or does she cut the anchor and then... I, I don't know exactly. It was very vague. My other guess is that maybe she didn't cut the anchor on purpose. No. Ooh, I have an idea. Maybe she wasn't strong enough to pull it up. And so she's like, but I got to get out of here. That, yeah. So, she, so, uh, so does the that matter? So, but she would have to know how to sail then to get back somewhere well, where she could get yeah, off if the they're boat. not that far yeah. out, the tide would take her back in eventually. Yeah, true. Well, as long as they aren't... And also, I wondered why so, she never came forward, because she wasn't into drugs, as far as we know, in high school. She was an 18-year-old girl was, who has was, a... She was an 18-year-old runaway who was drunk with a dude on a boat who died. Yeah, I, was the boat found in pier or out floating? Uh, uh, it was found out floating. I, so, because my oh, thought okay. so is she, that she just... Hmm. Yeah, she didn't want to get blamed but, for this. I don't it was I feel like the boat was never found. Cut it. Well, it wasn't boats, a big... Weirdly enough, wasn't a big part of the plot. Huh. That's a, yeah, so... Well, I'm thinking all halfway decent-sized sailboats have little motors on them. So if you don't have any wind, you can still get places. Was there a storm? These days. These, no. You know, new ones. No. So she wasn't even, like, cutting the boat for safety to get out. Well, like, she wouldn't... If the anchor was down to get anywhere, she'd have to pull it up or cut, or cut it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Or just stay put till somebody came to find her. But they even said at first nobody even realized that boat was missing. It was just kind of a little piece of shit. But if she and didn't drive it back to save herself. Then well, he worked. I think it was. Did he steal it? Or was it kind of a community boat? I, it was his uncle's. It was oh, uh, Tova's brother had taught him yes, to sail. Yes, 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 oh, yes. Okay. okay. The other thing that crosses my mind is maybe they weren't that far out and she could swim back. But yeah. The boom had No still, matter what time of year, though, that water is cold. Yeah, true, but, I mean, like, I'm talking, like, you can see, like, the shore if somehow, I don't know. That's still a real big gamble in the ocean. And even, at, like, in the Columbia River, just because I can see the well, shore yeah. doesn't mean I'm fucking swimming for it. Oh, I'm not oh, swimming I'm anywhere not fucking right now. without no. my life jacket. I'm okay. dying. I'm, I don't know how Daphne got away. I guess the what I was trying to say is it does not, like, cleanly tie up 
exactly what happened that night. And I think that was that part was a little bit misleading in the uh, the blurb of the book because it says Marcellus has made it his mission to find out what happened that night. When all Marcellus knows is that he's his bones are at the bottom of the sea. Yeah, there's a lot of. It seemed yeah, like had, it was going to be Detective Octopus. Yes. And it was a really nice book. It just was not what we he thought. He did, in a way, he did put Tova in the position to where she did find out yes. what happened, but he couldn't He have did known that. no way to know Avery was going to walk to the dock yeah. after that. Yeah. And be like, by the way, I talked to your grandson's mother from killing herself. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But then yeah, you mentioned that. Uh, his aunt is going to come up, and or Cameron's aunt is going to come up and visit, and her friends are going to come. And then his aunt is actually going to go track down the mother. Because they think she lives somewhere in, in eastern, eastern Washington. Washington. Okay, okay, any questions, thoughts for nice what we time. have Yeah, Caleb, discussed. you've been reading the book. Uh, you got real quiet today. What's up? I've been talking more than I've ever spoken. I barely read the book. I just tried to keep up. So this last little bit... Well, you weren't memorable. I would just like to say this last little bit I, 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 I really enjoyed. You said you were bored. What was boring to it? Yeah, it but tired. now I I just I basically just took that back, and I'm very sorry I said that. Earlier. He said he was tired, not bored. Well, there's a difference. <laughs> well, I said that this yeah, was making me tired, but I take it all back. You know, nah, well, it's such a time to cut everything I did to help him out. <laughs> is this is definitely oh, a book that realize, people should read because Marcellus is like funny little like narration. It's really good. I truly think if this was a book fully from Marcellus's point of view, reading these little bits, it would, it would be very great. Like there's a part when he's talking about how they put him in a little like or gave him a box to unlock. They wanted to see how quick he could do it, and he did it way faster than he did it in like nine seconds. So they were expecting like eight minutes. Yeah, they were like, "Holy crap!" In the uh, the vet, I guess. Yeah, it's a vet still. She was like, he's one smart cookie. And he's like, a cookie is some sugary thing from the vending machine. And he's like, smart cookie? It's like offensive to him. <laughs> he's like, what yeah, the like, fuck? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. have brains. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like an octopus is... Or is it octopi? Is there is any questions that you wish would have been answered in the book? For well, yourself? I wanted more detail about the that night... Obviously, but I am a little disappointed. They they got figured out at the end. So, like, weirdly enough, like this isn't normally like my sort of story, but like as soon as I was like, oh shit, like they gotta meet up, and I get really excited in these weird events where like you know like people need to meet up, but they're gonna miss it by a like just the hair. Like it's really weird. I remember watching this movie uh, Wicker Park. It's like Josh Hartnett. Yes. I don't know why, but, like, the end of that movie when he's, like, trying to chase her down and it might not happen is the most excited I've ever been in a movie in my life, and I don't <laughs> know why. The anticipation. <laughs> yeah, like, just the whole movie they've been built, all or the whole book they've been building up to this. Like, you've known since halfway through this book these people are related, and you're just like, okay, when the fuck is this going to happen? And Get then he's driving out of town, and you're like, Nova. there's the smallest chance, because I've read fiction before, that nobody figures it out and we all go home sad. It has a very happy ending. Probably happier than it should have been almost. Like, it talks about how Cameron is planning on going to college and he won't let Tova pay for it. But Tova's like, I'll, I'll talk him into letting me pay for his college. I don't know. It just all was very neat and in a perfect little box at I, the end. Little, It was nice, 
Does it discuss uh, any more of Tova taking care of the new octopus? No. No. Okay. Do, oh, it does, it does say she name. used some of her money that um, to put in a big statue oh. outside <gasps> of the aquarium of uh, Marcellus. Oh, Marcellus. Because she wanted to uh, make people more aware of how smart these creatures are. I, uh, do you remember what they named the new octopus? No, you should look, though. It was an, um, So Terry's daughter, the aquarium manager's daughter, is the one that names them. That's how he got Pippa the Grippa. Pippa the Grippa. Pippa and the apparently she So it's always Terry, the aquarium owner's daughter, who names them. Who names them? them? She's four when she named uh, Marcellus, and she was eight when she named That's pretty Pippa. impressive for a four-year-old, if I'm being honest. What? Marcellus McSquiddles. Yep. McSquiddles. Okay. And it does say that she is not nearly as adventurous as Marcellus. Like Which she's Tova's not trying to escape. For. Yeah. Um, even Terry mentions he says that Marcellus just never took. Oh yeah, that was one of the funnest reveal. Is it's revealed? Terry knew the whole fucking time. I was Marcellus just about to ask. And just never bothered to lock him up because it made him sad. I was gonna ask because you do have Terry under here as a question mark. Well, and, it, but it, it never. Ju- Kind of brings it in. He jokes about, like, he's like, I think Terry's, or he's like, I think Marcellus is getting out. He's like, jokes about putting this clamp, and then, like, Tova throws the clamp in the garbage. And then, like, at the end of the book, he's like, I knew. That fucking octopus. (laughs) What I will say about Marcellus is that despite how much he hated being in captivity and how much smarter he knew he was than everybody else, he never held a grudge. Against any of the humans. That's a human thing. We're assholes. Yeah, Yeah. maybe. And crows. But he would just talk about them, you know, kind of how (laughs) stupid humans are. But he never was resentful towards Terry. He was never resentful towards the vet that would see him. Nothing. Like, he... It was almost just like he understood this is the way things are. Could he have been released back into the wild after he had been fixed? Like, does, is that ever discussed, or did he no, know? It doesn't ever come up, and I, I would imagine that is something. It, there's that a, there's a lot done. of uh, marine biology that I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, it's not a question I hope had been answered, but, like, and I'm aware that, like, you know, he was too weak to really move when he was released, but I think it would have been nice if he'd, like, somehow got the bones up to shore. Oh, he mentions that, like, at this point, they've been underwater so long, they'd have been dissolved. Like, mm. either creatures would have fed on them, or crabs pull them apart, or just the tide well, will eventually turn them to dust. Those bones would have been 26 years old by the time that he had found them anyways, when he was born. Yeah, the fact that they're even there now, because I thought he was 14 years old. The fact that those are 26-year-old bones is not a good yeah. sign for the bones. Well, and he even mentions there being a shoe or something. Some yeah, he bones. said there wasn't, there was like, there was like a bit of cloth and a shoe and some keys. And now that I think about it, like, there probably wasn't much bones. There probably wasn't a shoe. He does mention a shoe. He does mention a shoe. Maybe but it was leather. 20. So, it, did they Maybe just the get, like, toe. buried in the it sand that they weren't no moving? Tide. I guess I don't really know how the there bottom of the ocean tide. works, but... <laughs> it must have been very, very deep. deep. Well, if it's below yeah. where low tide is, it might not actually move all that much. But, again, we not don't a know. sand. <laughs> I don't know. We still think it would have just been nice. We do not know. Just my, my, my point. Would have been nice. What? Yeah, that would have been nice. If I agree gotten with. the bones out, um, so they could like have a proper You know, even Tova herself mentions in the book she she says his bones are dust by now, if that is indeed where he is. It 
Clearly like, not. Tuba was actually a really good character also. Yeah, she was real There right. was nothing about her to dislike. She was a funny lady, actually. I, parts of her, like, her perspective were really funny, too. Yeah. She was a very no-nonsense, like, I'm fucking getting this shit done lady. Mm-hmm. Cleaning this house, baking this cake. Fuck right. you. Hey, some thoughts? <laughs> I, man, I've just wrecked <clears throat> My whole thought process this whole time is just back and forth, back and forth. Overall, I... I think he's bullshitting us right now. Yeah, I feel like you're feeding us a line of shit, Asa. No, I feel like I, uh, maybe not back and forth, back and forth. I it was boring. I was a little bit bored, and this kind of drug on. But then at the end, I was, like, very interested. And, uh, yeah, anyway, the ending was great. Oh, so now we're so boring, if I, Asa. I see how it is. Maybe I would read the last four chapters of this book if I was going to read any... But I encourage... There's a reason we don't let you read the books. (laughs) (laughs) But to anyone else out there that may read this book, definitely read the whole thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, obviously. Don't don't do... No one. I did find some um, book club questions. These are from today.com. Just because I was kind of curious what you would say. All right, fine. Let's see what the book club can bring to this. What kind of person do you think Marcellus would be if he were human? I think he'd be a pretentious asshole. INTJ. Is this a high school English class? What the fuck are we doing here? (laughs) (laughs) I think he'd be exactly the same. I think he wouldn't even, like, because there are guys that are like, I'm so smart, I'm above humans. I think it'd be that. I think he still wouldn't consider himself human. He'd be like sociopath? Yeah. So I just I just got done listening to the... As we said, Marcellus doesn't feel jealousy. I don't think he feels But he feels love. He loved Tova. He did. He was worried about her when she broke her ankle. Uh-huh. Well, I think oh, he, he still would have okay. okay. come was, around. When he went back in the scene, he was like, I've trusted her with my life. Yeah. My death. Like, like, I still think he would have had that story. I, I mean, he said he would do anything I'm to make sure that she was especially given the only time we've seen him, like, kind of a crotchety old man. Because he was, he was an old man. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, him, like, mocking the kids on the street, and then he meets, like, that one that he does like and gets attached to. And not in the weird way. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe... Not Rain in that Man. way all the other podcasts we listen to talk about. He said, you've never seen Rain Man, I don't That's think. And true. I don't think you know what that means. No, I don't know what that means. I don't totally know what that means. Right. I have not seen okay. the whole... We'll look it up. Bef- yeah. let's, let's do the next question. He was smart, right? Counted cards well. No, no. Don't. Let's do the next okay. question real quick. Okay, this one kind of ties back to a little bit of what oh we were talking God. about earlier. So Marcellus's life in captivity is much different than the life of an octopus in the wild, and eventually Terry reveals that Marcellus was rescued from the sea after a life-threatening injury. Aquariums play an important role in education and conservation, but some people think keeping animals, especially intelligent ones, in captivity is wrong. What do I you think? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Too. It is wrong. I think, like, you know, if they're injured rehabilitating them and then re-releasing them makes sense. I guess I don't know how safe re-releasing them is, but I I'm really I would imagine I just thoroughly enjoyed a trip to the to zoo. <laughs> so no. that's why I could honestly see when I was once. buying those tickets I was like, should we be supporting I've been to SeaWorld once, and I felt so guilty about it after I watched Blackfish. I hope there's a difference SeaWorld's a bit no, different, though. I would imagine well, it's for the sake them perform. They don't have such... In, 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 in most a zoo, of, they're just like... Most aquariums. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of it, if they're just taking them from captivity in order to put them in for other for humans' pleasure, that's wrong. 
All right, everybody. <laughs> we got so many bastards all over the place in this episode, but that was remarkably bright creatures by Shelfie Van Pelt and me and Mallory both. Ten pretty, out of ten stars. Yeah, we really enjoyed that. Especially yeah. if that's yeah. her first book. That is yeah, for the first time out. That's a um, wait. That was her first book. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't, I didn't, I don't. Yeah. You are off. We're all off today. I read that. I was I like, I feel like I brought my A game. Well, I can't wait. I, I was like well prepared as well. You were. Everybody else is dragging me down. So, um, is this what it feels like to be on top? Yeah. <laughs> Looking down on everybody yeah, I mean, as they stare up. Just call me Marcellus. <laughs> I mean, usually it is me that succeeds. Oh, I will. Oh. Okay. I did want to mention. Sorry. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Oh okay, God. this is a funny Marcella story. All right, so he talked about how this was his funny trick he did with the humans. So when there was like one guy out of a group. Well, we asked before how big Marcellus was. The cover of the book has the main characters. Oh my God, I didn't realize Tova standing in front of him. Do you I think guess oh, I didn't figure that was drawn to scale. You think it was drawn to scale? That is not drawn to scale. That could be 14 six foot octopus? Yeah, he is. That is. I guess it would He's be not 14 scary feet, though. Like 14 foot from arm to arm. Maximum. No, him. 16. From a head to end of arm. Oh. It's, bigger, big? it's bigger than yes, this room. From bigger here, than this room. And if, that's a big squiggly boy. This twelve. This room is 12. I well, well like, we know that Marcellus is smaller. All right, we're, we're, we're going. Okay. So, Marcellus' story. Okay, so his funny trick was that if there was, like, a group of people there, and there was one guy standing at his tank, he would come out, and he would, like... Suction to the the tank, you know, he'd be walking around, and the guy would be, or the dude standing there would the be kid. like, "Hey, guys, come check out this octopus, or come check out this guy," because that's what he said. People yeah. would always just call him, "Hey, come look at this guy, this guy." He's like, "I guess you can call me this guy if you want." <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, as soon as he would call his friends over, he He's, would vanish. He would leave. Yeah. And hide for the rest. He of the said day. that he did that all the time. Just to fuck with people. Nice. That's nice. All right. right. So That's again, it. remarkably bright creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. A plus. Good job, Shelby. Uh, A plus to her writing. For yeah. once, we're going to remember to tell you what we're reading next time. And we're going to read a book called <laughs> The Girl Who Can Move Shit With Her Mind. Who's the author? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Give me one second. It's okay. If that title doesn't get you where you need to go, I can't that's wait. rough. I can't wait to hear about this book. I'm very excited. I'm excited. Read I'm this excited one. To get Read this one. one. Come back, listen to this next one. Like, God, we did a horror book, and then we did a thriller book, and then we did some slice of life book. But I am ready for some magical sci-fi nonsense. I am so excited to get back into this kind of thing. For all you fellow bastards out there, if you'd like to read the next book, it will be The Girl Who Could Move Shit With Her Mind by Jackson Ford. Ooh, Thank you, Morgan. Jackson Ford. That was beautiful. All right. Beautifully done. Well, everybody, this has been Books with Bastards. And uh, to close us out, everybody, what do you think an octopus would sound like? Mallory, go. Asa. Whoops, that probably was not Morgan. great at all. Oh, God. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was probably super close. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> Uh, oh. Zach, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> We're for sure cutting a, a significant portion of that, except for the part where I call Adesa a butthole.